This Pokemon can be spotted on the wall paintings as far back as 10,000 years ago. For a while, it was thought to have gone extinct. It looks strong, and that's exactly what it is. As the weather gets colder, its ice tusks grow larger, thicker, and more impressive. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dragon Dance, a Pokemon podcast. If you're new here, or a follower of this podcast, hello, I'm your host, Santiago, aka the Aztec Dragon, and this is the Pokemon podcast where I go over each unique type combination. I give you the facts, information about when it first appeared in the series, all of the Pokemon with this type combination, and how they stacked up in the competitive scene. I wanted to start out by saying, happy first week of June, everyone. I don't know if it's just me, but it felt like May went by really quickly. I had maybe one fun free weekend, and everything else was work, 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 work. But I'm excited for this month. Uh, I've got a lot of things going on in June. Uh, I've got a work retreat coming up. Uh, My youngest brother and my brother-in-law are both graduating high school, so that's exciting. Uh, And I'm going to be moving to a new apartment at the end of this month, so I'm going to be busy with packing and getting rid of things that we don't need anymore. So yeah, kind of a busy month, but don't worry, I'll try my absolute best to get an episode out every week, whether it's that's a Fusion Friday episode or a bonus episode. Speaking of which, last week I talked about my favorite mechanic in the game, Mega Evolution. There was a period in my life where I wasn't that interested in Pokemon anymore, and that was probably about the time when I was in middle school and early high school, but at some point I saw a trailer for Pokemon X and Y. And when I saw the reveal of Mega Evolution, it really roped me back into the franchise. I thought Megas were just really cool, and I loved how they give them to some more more or less forgotten or weaker Pokemon. Of course, they also give some Megas to already strong and popular Pokemon like Salamence, Deladios, and Latias, and Rayquaza. Of course, Rayquaza kind of made sense due to story reasons, especially with the Delta episode, but I personally think they should have just stuck with giving it to weaker Pokemon. But anyways, that was last week's episode. Today is another Fusion Friday episode. You know what that means. I'll be talking about another type combination today. And as I mentioned two weeks ago, this week's type combo is none other than the Ground Ice type. So, who was the first Pokemon with this type combination? It's the Swinoblind. As of June 1st, 2023, there's a total of three Pokemon with this type combination. Those being Swinub, Pillowswine, and Mamoswine. Swinub and Pillowswine were first introduced to us in Generation 2, with Mamoswine being added in Generation 4 along with evolutions for various other Gen 2 Pokemon. You may be familiar with at least Swinub and Pillowswine if you played Pokemon Gold or Silver, or Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Swinub was commonly found in the dreaded Ice Path, and Pillowswine was the ace Pokemon of the 7th Gym Leader of Johto, Price. And I personally have a gripe with the Ice Path. I had Pokemon Silver when I was like 5 or 6 years old, and I loved that game. But I couldn't get past the freaking Ice Path. I tried for hours trying to figure out the first batch of ice, 
where I was supposed to slide over. And then in another view, I was trying to find out, find out if there was an alternative route where I didn't have to go through the ice path and nothing. So I ended up giving up on the game. Uh, and, you know, a few years later, I found out that you're required to go through the ice path in order to get to the last gym. And I eventually found that out, but that was years later after I had already quit the game. I never beat the game, never got to Kanto, never even got to gym number eight. And that always frustrated me. And I never got a DS, so when Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, I didn't get to play that. But uh, when regular old Gold, Silver, and Crystal were available in the Nintendo 3DS shop, I instantly bought, bought the Silver version and was able to get through the Ice Path. And I eventually beat the Elite Four, but to be completely honest, that really didn't matter to me. It just, it just felt... I just felt that I gave little kid me some of that validation and justice of finally be able, being able to get through the ice path. And that felt really good. Anyways, the Mammoth Swan line is based on a mixture of wild boars, so think savage pigs with tusks, and Ice Age woolly creatures, particularly mammoths. Swinub is this adorably round Pokemon uh, and it's categorized in the Pokédex as the pig Pokémon. So it's a little piglet with a bunch of woolly brown fur. It's got this coffee color with a few dark brown stripes running from its head to its tails. And its eyes are always squinting. And it's got this really defined pig nose. And I'm a big fan of its shiny because it looks like a watermelon with different shades of green. Um, and speaking of shinies, here's fun fact number one. Did you know that Swinub has three different shiny colorations? In Generation 2, when shinies were first introduced, Swinub's shiny was originally blue with reddish stripes. And then in Generation 3, its shiny changed from blue to gray. And finally, in Generation 4 and onward, the shiny changed from gray to the green that we know now. Swinub evolves into the much larger pile of swine starting at level 33. Piloswan in the Pokedex is known as the Swine Pokemon. And in case you didn't know, swine is a term used for pigs and other animals that are in that particular family. So domesticated pigs or wild boars can both be considered swine. A fun fact about Piloswan is that its name is a play on the words pile of swine. And not gonna lie, it does look like a pile of hay or, you know, it just looks like a pile of hay with a pig nose and tusks. It's at this stage where it really starts to look like it's a mixture of a boar, an ox, and a woolly mammoth. And unlike its pre-evolution, Swinub, Piloswan has consistently had the same co shiny coloration with its bright yellow-green mix. And finally, Piloswan evolves into Mammoswine when it levels up knowing the move Ancient Power. Generation 4, I believe, is the first generation that introduced the concept of a Pokemon evolving knowing a specific move. Some other Pokemon with this requirement are Pokemon like Yanmega to Yan sorry, Yanma to Yanmega, also needing ancient power, or Lickitung to Licky Licky, needing rollout to evolve. I thought this concept was pretty neat. Although it was sometimes difficult to get these moves because they could only be relearned if you gave the Pokemon a heart skill to if you give a heart skill to a particular person. 
And in more recent generation, this process has become a lot easier um, because you no longer need to go out of your way to find these hard skills or find the move relearner. Nowadays, you can just really go to either Pokemon Center to relearn the move or sometimes, I think uh, starting in this generation, generation nine, you can actually do it from your Pokemon summary page. You can just relearn a move and boom, that, that would make it a lot easier. And Mamoswine is just really dope. This thing is massive. It has, it still has that pig-like nose, but its, tu- but its tusks uh, have gotten a lot lar- longer, resembling those of a woolly mammoth, hence the name Mamoswine. And this thing has decent bulk and incredible physical power. A fun fact about Mamoswine is that in Generation 2 and 3, Pyloswine was able to learn the move Ancient Power, so it could have existed in those generations had it been in the game's code. And if you all played Pokemon X or Y, you might recall being able to ride Mamoswine in the little path between Dendamil Town and Anastar City. In that game, you were also able to ride a few other Pokemon, and I thought that was really cool, um, that in order to get through the thick layers of snow, you had to ride a Mamoswine. Again, Pokemon X and Y are the games that really got me back into Pokemon, and it's little things like these that really make me have nothing but fun and great memories of Kalos. And you could also say that these ride Pokemon kind of became the basis for all future ride Pokemon, especially in Generation 7 when they did away with HMs altogether, and instead you could call upon uh, a helper Pokemon to to accomplish what you what HMs previously did. So, strengths and weaknesses. Mm, unfortunately, it doesn't have a lot of resistances and it has plenty of weaknesses. The ground ice type is weak to the following types. Fire, water, grass, fighting, and steel. It it is immune to electric and resists poison type. And that's all there is to it. Five weaknesses, one resistance, and one immunity. However, despite their lack of resistances, ground and ice do hit a lot of Pokemon for super effective damage. Now, let's talk abilities. Swine Up, Pillow Swine, and Mamoswine all share the same three abilities. Its common abilities are Oblivious and Snow Cloak, and its hidden ability is Thick Fat. Oblivious is a good ability to use if used strategically. This, uh, this ability prevents the user from being either infatuated, taunted, or intimidated. Infatuation is this pseudo-status effect. It's kind of like confusion, where it prevents the... It's, it's like it prevents the afflicted Pokemon from attacking 50% of the time due to it being in love with the opponent and therefore wasting a turn. Taunt is a move that prevents the target from using setup or status moves, and and it makes it so that the target only uses attacking moves. Oblivious ignores the effects of that move. And Intimidate is an ability that lowers the opponent's attack stage by one whenever they enter the field. Therefore, under the right circumstances, a Pokemon with Oblivious can ignore the effects of certain moves and abilities and can continue to steamroll through the opponent's team. Next up, Snow Cloak. This ability is fairly simple. 
what it does is that it boosts the evasion evasiveness of the user under hail or snow the move that's done to the pokemon with this ability under hail or snow is modified by four fifths on its accuracy so for instance let's say that a move has 100 percent accuracy if the weather conditions are right and the target has snow cloak the move that is done onto the target with snow cloak is no longer 100% accurate. It's now 80% accurate. This ability is not really used that much because it does require hail or snow to be set up. And so far, the only Pokemon with either snow cloak or an ability that summons hail slash snow are on only on ice type Pokemon. So not many people are willing to bring two ice types on their team due to them having a lot of weaknesses. And finally, their final ability, their hidden ability, is probably their best ability for any ice type. Thick Fat will reduce the damage done by fire or ice type Pokemon by half, essentially bringing this line's total weaknesses down to four and its resistances up to two. So, it's a really good defensive ability on all three of these Pokemon. So, that does it for abilities, and now on to Battle Prowess. For all the haters that thought that Ice-type Pokemon couldn't get it done, I'm happy to say that Mamoswine came in at first place at the 2013 Masters Division of the VGC World Championship. And, in 2014, although it didn't make it onto the winning team, Mamoswine did make an appearance at the top eights at Worlds again. And unfortunately, it hasn't really made an appearance since then. But that's not too bad considering its weakness to resistance ratio. Anyways, that does it for today's episode. Like I said earlier, there are currently only three Pokemon with this typing, making it unique in the sense that only one evolutionary family has this type combination. I'd definitely like to see some more ground ice types in the future. I'm not an artist at all, but I I do like to think that I'm very creative, and I have this image in my head of this cool moose Pokemon that I think would be a really neat ground ice type. And, you know, we could also get a ground ice type in the upcoming DLC for Scarlet and Violet later this year. So, who knows? Maybe it'll come as a Paradox Pokemon or just a regular Pokemon. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Dragon Dance, a Pokemon podcast. If you can, please leave a like, a review, or a rating, as all of that helps me out tremendously. And if you'd like to follow me on socials, I'm at the Astic Dragon on both Instagram and on Twitter, and I'm at the Astic Dragon with two N's on TikTok. If you're an artist and have some cool art for a new ground ice type Pokemon, please share it and tag me in it. Uh, or DM it to me if you'd like for me to share it. Um, So yeah, I'd really appreciate all the interaction that I've gotten to have with you guys so far. Stay tuned for the next Fusion Friday episode in two weeks as I talk about... Wait. Wait. What what is that? Is that a bird? Is that a plane? Uh, Is that a rocket ship? Stay tuned for the next episode as I go over the flying steel type. Catch you guys later.